0: Has it ever occurred to you just how incredible grapes are? Now think about it, that little box of raisins your mother packed in your lunch bag was the only fruit that qualified as a dessert. And consider this, when we hear juicy gossip we say we heard it through the grapevine. We didn't hear it through the apple tree or or the berry bush. Grapes are so darn special that the grocery store expects us to snitch a few to ensure quality control. Try doing that with a banana or a pineapple. Admit it, every encounter you've ever had with grapes has been positive. That's why we created Grape Encounters, a place for adults to hang out and focus on the paramount achievement of grapedom. Delicious, irresistible wine. Wine brings people together. It starts conversations. It makes us happy. In fact, a Wherever there are grapes, there's gorgeous scenery, very cool people, and plenty of laughter. All that being said, let's bring out your guide for this journey. The Wizard of Wine, the Gangster of Grape, David Wilson.
1: You know, gang, I start every show by telling you that we have a very interesting show for you, but I can't oversell today's show because I've got somebody on. I've had her on once before. First of all, she's a genius and she's delightful, but we're going to talk about something that you guys are going to be very excited about. I am absolutely sure of it. And by the way, I mentioned it on last week's show, and I'm going to get myself into something that is going to cause a lot of trouble in my life. I'm absolutely sure of it because I'm feeling insecure, but I'm going to put myself through something that, you know, is going to be fun because I want you to benefit from it. So today, I am really excited to have on Honor Comfort. And you know, you hear me talk about the Wine Institute a lot. She is the Vice President of International Marketing. And today, what we're going to talk about is not international marketing. We're going to talk about an educational program that those of you who are thirsty for more knowledge about wine, and this is going to be specifically California wine, and I'm going to tell you why it matters in just a second. But those of you who are thirsty for this are going to be really excited about what we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, we have honor on honor. It's an honor.
2: David, thank you so much, and I'm so thrilled to be on your show with you today, so thanks for inviting me. What did we talk about
1: last time? I th- Oh, I know what we talked about was tariffs, right?
2: Oh, right. I know. Well, you know what? This is so much more fun to talk about what we're going to be covering today than talking about tariffs. So Good. looking forward to our conversation. But let me ask you
1: about the tariff thing. Is Are things settling down now?
2: You know, we've actually seen California wines have, have benefited because China instituted some really harsh tariffs on Australia. So while we never want to benefit at the expense of another wine region, what we have seen has been sort of a returning interest and engagement with California wines, particularly in China. So that's been exciting. We've seen tremendous growth. Other markets in Asia have also really been growing quickly for California wines. We're still waiting to see what's going to happen with our friends across the pond in the other direction over in the UK. We're waiting to hopefully get a free trade agreement negotiated with the UK post-Brexit. But other than that, we're always dealing with situations around the world where there are trade imbalances, but that's just part of what we do when we focus on exporting our wines. Well,
1: don't feel too bad about Australia. I mean, I love Australia and I love Australian wines, but hey, we're in a dog-eat-dog world comfort.
2: Well, all, well the, fortunately, we can all have a good glass of wine.
1: And I was supposed to go to Australia and I've canceled those travel plans twice because they won't let us go there. So, you know, what, I know. So it's we're going ga- we're, we're to dominate the wine world, Australia. So lift, you know, lift the travel ban. Maybe. Well,
2: I have lots of great friends in the Australian wine industry. I love Australian wines. I used to actually, many years ago, work with an Australian wine company. So we're all friends in the global world of wine.
1: I was just teasing. Australia, Australians <laughs> have a great sense of humor. Okay. They so, do. So they do. So what we're going to talk about is an educational program, and it is focused on California wine. And a lot of people are going, well, w- w- why would you focus just on California wine? David Wilson, you, you talk about the world, and now you're going to just focus on California. Simple gang. California represents like 90 to 95% of all of the domestically produced wine consumed in America. Wait a second. Or is it wine consumed in America? I always forget. Let's just put it to you this way. Almost everything that you drink comes from California. That's the way it goes. What what is the number these days?
2: We represent more than 80%. California represents more than 80% of the wines produced here in the United States. But as soon as we start talking about exports, which is one of the things that I focus on, it's more than 95% of U.S. wine that is exported. So the rest of the world, when they're looking at U.S. wines, we're really talking about California.
1: Yeah. And admittedly, we are crazy here. And I know a lot of you don't like us. But you know what? It's not enough to stop you from drinking California wine. You drink it. You love it. And you know why? Because it's absolutely amazing. But the story behind <laughs> it's a truth. But the story. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but the story behind California wine is even better. And I've I've talked a lot about wine history in California and had some really amazing icons of wine on the show. But let's talk about this program and let's do a really quick thumbnail and then we'll probably take a break. And then we'll come back and just we'll just dig in so deep that everybody will be in touch intoxicated with interest in this. So just give us a shakedown.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, we're here today to talk about Capstone California, which is a brand new wine education platform that's all about California wines. It's entirely online, which means that it is available and accessible to people around the world. But we are also offering in-person as well as virtual tastings and seminars as part of this whole program. We developed this as a educational platform specifically for the international wine trade, because we realized that understanding of California as a wine region and knowledge about our wines really dropped as soon as you stepped outside of the United States. But one of the things that we've found is that there's so much interest in California wines also right here at home, that there's a great benefit to being able to create this dynamic, involved, interesting, and exciting way to learn about California wine. So really, anyone who's interested in wine or wants to learn a little bit more about California wines, Capstone California is the way to do it.
1: And you know, it's it's interesting. I live on the central coast of California near Paso Robles, and we have about 400 winemakers here. I mean, it's just a massive number of wineries and then people who are sharing wine producing facilities, but it's, it's just crazy big. And the amount of wine we're producing is astonishing. And you're drinking it all the time. But I'll talk to people. In you know other states, and I'll say I'm in Paso Robles, and they'll go, "Where's that? I've never heard of that." And so you got a lot to learn because the wines here are absolutely world class. And there are other wine regions, you know, just uh, south of us is Santa Barbara. They're producing amazing wines. You go up above us, you got Monterey, Santa Cruz. Gah! You know, then there's Lodi. You know, I yeah. I, I want to be stuck in Lodi. It's just a, it's, it's just a great place. So there's a lot of places to learn about, but this is going to go way deeper than that. And we'll uh, take a little break here, and then we'll come back. And Honor, you've got your shovel so we can dig deep into this.
2: Yep, absolutely. Oh, Happy at, to oh, share more with oh your my listeners. God.
1: Oh, oh, you got a backhoe in the background. That's how deep,
2: <laughs> that's how deep we're going to go.
1: <laughs> oh, how wonderful. So by the way, before we go to the break, is this available now? Can we sign up now?
2: Yes, it is. It's available now. Go to capstonecalifornia.com. And there's a website that introduces you to the whole program. And in fact, on the website, there's lots of information that's readily available for anyone that's curious about learning even just a little bit more about California and California wines. And and we can talk a little bit more about what some of those resources and and information is. But then there's also our Capstone California certification program, and that's where it gets really good. And we'll talk about that more after Uh, the break.
1: Okay. So you almost gave me the lead in into the break because you've done this before. Anyway, so yeah, we're gonna take a break right now. We are talking to Honor Comfort from the Wine Institute about a really uh, wonderful and unique program that I think you'll be very interested in if you want to learn more. I always get inquiries about where can you learn more about wine? This is really cool stuff. So we'll be back with more Grape Encounters right after this. Walk into Total Wine & More and you may just pinch yourself. With over 13,500 hand-picked wines, spirits, and beer, there's something delicious to discover around every corner. And their friendly guides are right by your side, eager to help you pick up the slack in your wine rack. Or recommend a bottle or two to match your menu. A crisp Pinot Grigio pairs with shrimp scampi or even potato salad. Bold cabs with balanced tannins bring out the best in Korean short ribs and a bacon cheeseburger. Sip a sparkling rosé when you're serving salmon any which way. When it comes to what's in store, you'll find all your faves, always at the best prices in town. So what'll it be today? Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. Explore more in-store or at TotalWine.com.
0: You're listening to Grape Encounters with David Wilson. We offer something for everyone. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to offer free wine. That's what your friends are for.
1: Smoke from increasing wildfires is tainting wine grapes and vineyard executives are looking for new ways to adapt. Purefresh wine's O3 technology helps vineyards overcome the problems caused by wildfire smoke by treating grapes pre-crush to improve fermentation and overall wine quality as well as removing smoke taint. For the typical winery, saving a full harvest of grapes with Purefresh wine costs only 10 cents per bottle. O3 technology has been approved by the FDA and USDA. It leaves no residue and uses no chemicals. It provides many benefits to wineries, including the removal of sulfur, pesticides, and fungicides pre-crush, the reduction of bad bacteria and mold issues, an improvement in roundness and fruit-forward palate notes, and so much more. Most importantly, it safely and naturally breaks down smoke taint molecules to save grapes from damage. Rescue your harvest from smoke taint. Visit purefreshwine.com today. Are you following Grape Encounters on social media yet? You're not? Well, you should be. It's the best way to hear the latest, juiciest, unfiltered wine stories. It's also the single best way to keep our unpretentious, decidedly different wine conversations going strong. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Grape Encounters. For tons of content on Facebook, you'll wanna join our Grape Encounters Radio group page. Or if LinkedIn is more your thing, connect with me by typing Grape Encounters Radio or Grape Encounters David in the search bar. Here's the deal. The more you click, the more I'll pour. I'm really excited about something that I'm gonna commit myself to because, here's the big because, I don't ever wanna ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. And so I'm going to be taking a course that we're talking about today and we have on Honor Comfort from the Wine Institute, and she is the Vice President of International Marketing. And, Honor, we're talking about this Capstone program. I can't even tell you how many people really want to learn more about wine. And there's a fear factor there, you know?
2: I understand.
1: It comes from that guy. You know the guy I'm talking about? He's the guy who goes into the tasting room, and he goes up to the front counter. He's got a new girlfriend. He's got a new Tesla. He wants to show off what little knowledge he actually has. and he's talking about soil composition and which way the grapes are planted and it's lost on a lot of people who haven't gone that deep in wine a lot of them don't care and that's okay too but there are a lot of people who are very intimidated about wine because there's so much to learn you know why even bother because it's overwhelming i need you to deal with that issue right now
2: well david the single most important thing to know about wine is what you like. And I firmly believe in that because that's why we all drink wine, right? Because it's delicious. But it's also fun to learn new things. And so if you do like wine, and if you're curious and want to learn a little bit more, then Capstone California is a great way to do it. We've created this program in four levels. The first one is introductory, and it's a really easy way to learn online. And while we've focused the whole program on California and learning more about California as a wine region, we cover a lot of information that's somewhat basic. Basic about things such as viticulture and how wine grapes are grown and how wines are made. That's where we start. And then as we go through the program, starting with level one, all the way up to our advanced and expert level, that's where we get really specific about types of wines grown in California and how California is different from other wine regions in the world. But this is a great program for your listeners that are curious about learning a little bit more about wine and and we make it really easy. Each Level is structured into 10 different courses and each course focuses on a different aspect of California wine. We start with the history and lore and talking about when we started to grow and produce wines in California and why. Wait, Starts- wait, I got to stop you. Oh,
1: go I got to stop you. Yeah when did we do that?
2: We started growing wines here in the middle of the 18th century, and the Spanish missionaries were a huge factor. They established missions starting down in San Diego all the way up to Sonoma County in the city of Sonoma. And at the same time, believe it or not, Russian fur traders were coming down the coast of California from Washington and Oregon, and they established a fort out at Fort Ross on the Sonoma coast, and they also planted wine grapes. So, There's a debate about who planted the first wine grapes in California, but it was right around in the middle of the 18th century. So we've been growing and making wines here for more than 150 years.
1: Okay, but how about those Italians?
2: Oh, they were a huge factor. Because they
1: came in, right? They make a lot of noise and made a big (laughs) impact. And they spawned a family called Gallo, which is so incredibly responsible for just so many of the innovations in wine, not just in California, but in the world.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, people
1: think of Gallo as being, you know, kind of an inexpensive brand. Get that out of your head. They've got all kinds of brands. You just don't necessarily realize it. And they are a great company.
2: They are. I mean, the Gallo family and their commitment to wine growing and winemaking and and innovation and really helping to develop the future of the wine industry here in California, but also around the world is is tremendous. And they've helped so many growers and winemakers, small and large, small family producers and, and other companies that have grown themselves. So, they really Really are pioneers, but also industry leaders. But there are many family-owned and operated wineries in California. Of course, those of Italian descent, so Martini, the Martinelli's, the Fobiano's, Pedroncelli's. Yeah, there's a long list of Italian families that helped establish and build California's wine industry, but also many family-owned wineries. And in fact, some of the most significant or most well-known wine companies in California are family family owned. Jackson Family Wines, yeah. led by Barbara Banky and her family. They are leading in terms of sustainability and some of the innovation that's going on. Rodney Strong, Scheid Family, the Lang twins. There's, there's so many great stories of families and their multi-generation commitment to what's going on in the wine industry. And you know what, David, this is exactly the kind of information that your listeners will learn through the Capstone California program. So, which makes it fun, right? Exactly. And, and
1: I was going to say that, you know, we've been very, very, very fortunate in our 14 years on the air to get some amazing icons on the show. A lot of people kind of think of California wine as beginning in the 60s and 70s because that's when Mm. they got noticed. And frankly, if it weren't for those winemakers in the 60s and 70s, who knows what would have happened because there were a few twists of fate there and they made such a difference. So we've had multiple times on Mike Gergich, Michael Mondavi, and also Peter Mondavi Jr., Bonnie Meyer, who co founded silver oak. I mean, these are just huge, huge, huge names. And they're still around and they're still making wine. Every last one of them.
2: And that's really great. We often forget that it's the people behind the wines who make our wines distinctive and, and great. And it's learning their stories. And some of them are names we've heard, like Bob Mandavi, You know, we all have to tip our hat to him, what he's done for us. But others are some names that might not be as familiar, but have been just as influential. Kathy Corison. She's still making these yeah. beautiful Cabernet in Napa Valley, and she's been doing it the same way for decades, but she has been a pioneer And really leads in this beautiful style of crisp, delicate Cabernets coming out of Napa Valley. And she's so cool. She's got a whole group of women winemakers. They tour the world together and they've all been pioneers. I don't think you
1: mentioned Carolyn Wente.
2: Oh, Carolyn, of course. And the whole Wente family, right? And now the girls down there are doing such a great job. There are endless stories of families here in California that have been making wine, some of them for many generations five, six generations, and others that are just starting yeah. out. And this is a great way to learn about them.
1: Okay, we got to take a break. We're talking to honor comfort. I always think of your name as being Boy Scout or Girl Scout merit badges.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <And I> don't. <laughs> well, tell my parents that they wanted me to aspire. My name is Quaker, and there's a tradition of naming daughters after virtues. And allegedly, my father wanted to name me Independence. And my mother was like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah,
1: everybody would have shortened you to Indy.
2: I know. Anyway, It would have been very appropriate. You,
1: you got the greatest name in the world, Honor Comfort, from the Wine Institute, and she is the Vice President of International Marketing. It's just a bit of encouragement to dig in and learn. There are lots of other ways to learn, too, but this one is just so cool that I really wanted to talk about it, and plus it was a good excuse to get Honor Comfort on the show. And so I had an ulterior motive, and that was it. And now I've come clean, and I don't have to go to confession. We will be back
3: with more Grape Encounters right after this. At MM Organics, we're surrounded by health nuts. That's because we're obsessed with lowering blood pressure, cholesterol, and the risk of cancer. We want to make weight loss easier and help you strengthen everything, from your heart to your teeth, nails, and hair. Full disclosure. Those health nuts are actually dry farmed, heirloom certified organic raw walnuts. Rich with essential vitamins and nutrients, they're vastly superior to other nuts. Imagine, walnuts can actually lower stress and boost your brain power. No wonder MM Organics customers are so darn smart. mmorganics.com is where you'll find our uniquely irresistible raw walnuts, walnut butter, oil and flour, sprouted flavored walnuts, and decadent fair-trade chocolate-covered walnuts, which pair beautifully with our legendary two-horse port-style wine. mmorganics.com. Eating any other nuts is just plain nuts.
1: Are you following Grape Encounters on social media yet? You're not? Well, you should be. It's the best way to hear the latest, juiciest, unfiltered wine stories. It's also the single best way to keep our unpretentious, decidedly different wine conversations going strong. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Grape Encounters. For tons of content on Facebook, you'll want to join our Grape Encounters Radio group page. Or if LinkedIn is more your thing, connect with me by typing Grape Encounters Radio or Grape Encounters David in the search bar. Here's the deal. The more you click, the more I'll
0: pour. Welcome back to Grape Encounters. Did you know that in Old England, the word grape actually means berry? However, back in the day, grapes didn't want to be lumped in with raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, and so on. So they refrained from going by the name grape berry. That's what we love about grapes, always thinking. And we're thinking it would be a very good idea to turn Dave's mic back on. David?
1: Man, it is so fun when you have. Pros on your radio show that actually, you know, show you up because they're so good at what they do. Honor Comfort is with me today. It's been a long time since I talked to her, but she is the VP of International Marketing. Actually, we could say for California Wine or the Wine Institute. We don't call it the California Wine Institute, but frankly, it should have been named that. I don't know why they didn't do that. That was a mistake. But anyway, <laughs> other, <laughs> other than that, I love the Wine Institute because they are the ones that just take California to the world. And Honor is the one that is carrying the baton in front and she's throwing it up into the air. Honor, we were talking about these icons in wine and there's a point I've made a few times, but I want to make it again. People kind of think of Wine and the wine industry, and not just in California, and especially in places like France, as being very snobby snooty. And I just want to say for the record that every time we've ever had an iconic winemaker on this show, and we've had hundreds of great winemakers on the show, they are the most down-to-earth people you will ever meet. And frankly, they just as soon talk about their grandkids as anything else, because they're just normal people. And if you look real closely, you'll see dirt under their fingernails. It's metaphoric dirt, so it's not that they all have dirty fingernails, but they're not snobby. And they like to be asked honor about their grandkids because they hope those grandkids are going to follow in their footsteps. And those grandkids are running around in the vineyard. You can count on that, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, you're you're so right, David. And one of the things that's really important to understand is that we are all farmers at heart. And you know, I come from a fourth generation California family, wow. but on my mom's side, I'm also a member of a sixth generation farming family. So I believe in what I do, not only because I love wine, which I do, but I believe in sharing the story of California and what makes this place so great and so distinctive. But I also really believe in supporting agriculture and all of our friends and family that are involved in agriculture that are committed to growing grapes and making wines here or in their corner of the state of California and in that place that makes it special. You know, we can't just pick up our vineyards and move them someplace else. We're committed to being here in California. Wait
1: a second, Honor. There is that climate change thing that is making people go to higher ground, however.
2: Well, it's making us adapt, but that's okay. There are ways for us to adapt. And we're starting now to make certain that we can adapt. But it's this place and its unique combination of natural resources, but also the people that are here in the communities. And winemaking and wine growing is so much a part of that. You know, my stepson is a, is a winemaker. He's been making wines now for almost 20 years. Where at? He works with a number of different wineries, but he makes our brand, which is called Daniel, named after him. And then he also works. At Brack Mountain Wine Company, he's been making wines there since what 2008. So, Um, but he was at William Selium, he was at Robert Sinsky, he was at Pellegrini family and actually married into the Pellegrini family. Wow! (laughs) So, what he always says, I love this his description of making wine is first, you make a big mess. And then you clean it up and then you do it again. <laughs> and, you know, to some extent, that's really the way that it is. And winemakers, the, it's a passion for making wine because it's interesting. And it's this combination of science, but also art and craft and working with Mother Nature. But you really only get to do it once a year. So there's this sense of promise as we're heading into harvest. What is this year going to bring? What will the challenges be? What yeah. will the beauty be? What will the character be and it's that endless pursuit of improvement and of always trying to make your wines a little bit better a little bit different what can i do next year and that's what really drives winemakers in their heart and wine growers as well so it is a literally down to earth community and focus and at the end we end up with something that's beautiful and delicious that people enjoy you know it's all about enjoyment you know there's nothing better than a big glass of Cabernet or Merlot or Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot Noir for those of us who love Pinot Noir <laughs> Alright, okay, I know you did that. I know you did <laughs> You did that
1: on purpose. (laughs) You did that on purpose.
2: (laughs) But I think that that's what's really important. And, you know, with this program, as I said, it's fun to learn new things and it's fun to know a little bit more about something you enjoy. I like to say that wine is for naturally curious people because there's always something more to learn. Even when you find a wine that you love or a a winery, a, a, a label that you love, the next vintage will be a little bit different or perhaps they'll make A new brand. And so it's fun to understand that. But, and understanding but, the history of where this all came from and the pioneering spirit of fine California, that just helps us set some context.
1: But, you know, there's something else that's interesting too. And it's a positive thing, and it might sound negative at first. But there are certain brands out there that you can get all over the country. And that would be the Chardonnay from the Jackson family. And that Kendall Jackson Chardonnay, I don't care what year it is, I don't care where you buy it, it is going to taste exactly. Exactly the way it tasted, you know, last year and the year before. And that's an art form. That's actually harder to do, you know, than to have a vintage that's different each year. And the funny part about it is they use oak barrels, man. You know, they don't.
2: Oh, yeah. And, you know, not only that, David, they actually produce their own own barrels. I mean, the quality of winemaking that goes into Kendall Jackson Vintners Reserve Chardonnay is remarkable, stunning, and stunning. I am a champion for what they do. There are so many fantastic wineries across California, but I think there's a reason why that Chardonnay is so well loved across the country and, and around the world. And I think that's a good example for it. I think. And
1: I, I think I heard like they have like is is it hundreds of thousands of barrels or something like that? But it's just this mammoth number of barrels and. I am so impressed with those companies as as well. So people will learn about that
2: as well, right? Absolutely, and you know, Randy Ullum, who's the winemaker behind that wine, is such a great guy and down to earth and so forth. And that's a great example of the sort of thing that you will learn. And for example, within Capstone, there is a section that is on the varieties that are grown, the wines that are made here in California. And we do a little bit of a, a deep dive into each of those major varieties. And when we do that, one of the things that's included are benchmark wineries. So if you're studying, for example, or wanting to better understand Chardonnays from California, which wines do you really need to know about in order to understand the evolution and development of Chardonnay from California. And you know what? Kendall Jackson Vintner's Reserve Chardonnay is one of them.
1: Oh, that's great. Uh, That's great to know. I always always tell people that when I'm out traveling and I'm in some place where they have very little wine, you're going to find that wine on the shelf no matter what, practically. And if I want a bottle of wine to take back to my hotel room, you can bet I'll, I'll buy that wine because it's not a bunch of chemicals. These are amazing, genius people who have all kinds of grapes to work with and they combine them in certain ways, and they manipulate it very carefully. It's just, oh, man. If you get to learn about that, that's worth the price of admission. But we have to take a break. We are talking to Honor Comfort, VP of International Marketing. So she gets to travel a lot. And...
2: <laughs> and, normally I do. <laughs> yeah,
1: normally. but yeah, And she's doing this entire interview with a mask on too, which is really a, really an amazing thing. No, <laughs> no, she's not. Anyway, Honor is uh, telling us about this Capstone program. And we're going to have to wrap it up in the next segment. But we're going to make sure that you can figure out where to find it and all that. And I'm going to be talking about it a little bit each week. And I want to also tell you it is not a commercial. I'm not being paid to do that. I'm going to be enrolled in the program because I think it's important important to show you that it's painless it's painless and it'll be so much fun for you so we'll be back speaking of so much fun with more grape encounters right after this if you're a winemaker or a grape grower you need to hear this pure fresh wines patented o3 technology provides unique benefits to your wine by treating grapes pre-crush it removes sulfur, pesticides, and fungicides, reduces bad bacteria and mold, helps limit and avoid stuck fermentations, improves taste, color, ripening, and stability, and pre-cools grapes for an improved fermentation process. The O3 naturally turns into oxygen when the process is finished without any chemicals or residue. Leading winemakers aren't shy about confirming the benefits of using Purefresh wine's process to significantly improve wine quality and approachability. Ready to have your best harvest yet? Visit purefreshwine.com today, or we'll get you connected when you contact us via the grapeencounters.com
0: website. These days, it is critically important for you to like us on our Facebook group page or any other social media you connect with us on. Those likes help keep us going strong. Also, if you're listening to us on a podcast, please consider writing a review or giving us a thumbs up or five stars. It's what enables us to take you on trips around the world and share things about wine that are often overlooked. Thanks for being a part of the family.
1: I got amazing news for the winemakers and grape growers across America who listen to Grape Encounters. PureFresh Wine's patented O3 technology provides unique benefits to your wine by treating grapes pre-crush. It removes sulfur, pesticides, and fungicides, reduces bad bacteria and mold, helps limit and avoid stuck fermentations, increases the content of health-promoting still beans, improves taste, color, ripening, and stability, and pre-cools grapes for an improved fermentation process. The O3 naturally turns into oxygen when the process is finished so Purefresh wine system does all this without any chemicals or residue pinot noir had better express phenolic profiles and wines with drier more angular tannins attained softer and more fruit forward characteristics improving the wine's approachability ready to have your best harvest yet visit purefreshwine.com
0: today has been around for 8,000 years. But if you happen to have any bottles that old in your cellar, you might want to drink them sooner than than later. Actually, if you've got 8,000-year-old bottles in your cellar, they're fakes. Bottles didn't show up until the 17th century, so you might want to just put those pseudo-relics on eBay. With a proper disclosure, of course. Anyway, let's continue with a show that never tries to fake you out. Grape Encounters with David Wilson continues. All right,
1: back with Grape Encounters Radio. I'm going to be writing all of our stations and asking them to extend Grape Encounters to a second hour because oftentimes we get guests on like Honor Comfort vice president of international marketing for the Wine Institute. She gives me shivers down my spine because her knowledge of wine is so cool. And she's like super cool. And she's got the coolest name in the whole world, pretty much. But Honor, I'm going to take the first two courses. This is a question that I think a lot of people are asking themselves. A lot of people want to get into a career that has some wine aspect to it. And that could be being a sommelier. It could be working in a high-end restaurant or wine bar. It could be working in a tasting room. This kind of education is really powerful, is it not?
2: Absolutely. And that was one of the ideas behind creating. Creating the whole Capstone California program is to create an education program that really enhances someone's knowledge and skill set within wine in order to help them develop their professional career. We've also built the whole program so it creates a international or a global network and community of wine professionals. So if you're currently working within wine, Capstone California certification is a great additional certification that would complement some of the other wine education programs like WSET is very well known around the world yeah, yeah. or someone that is pursuing their sommelier certification. The Capstone California program was created by and for wine professionals. And we have a team of more than 20 master sommeliers and MWs that created all of the content that you'll be learning wow. from. And in fact, Evan Goldstein, who's a master sommelier, yep. he's one of the founders of the court of master sommeliers. He developed the whole program with us and we worked with him mm-hmm. to create this. And then he recruited a team of wine writers and wine educators, sommeliers and, and MWs to develop all of this content. So you're truly learning from some of the leading minds in wine when you study and go through the CapstoneCalifornia.com program. So your listeners can learn all about it by going to capstonecalifornia.com.
1: And I want to stress something. During the first segment, you were talking about the different kinds of content and you talked a bit about winemaking and soils and the mechanics of wine, let's just say. Those are going to be the same whether we're talking about wine from New Zealand or South America. It's the same. So a huge chunk of the knowledge that you'll get in a program like this will translate into other places and other wines.
2: Absolutely. And we created it specifically to help do that. We believe in helping to to support the global wine community and invest in elevating wine knowledge for wine professionals around the world. And of, of course, we want them to know more and to better understand and appreciate California. But it's also helping people just learn about wine. And as I said before, it's fun to learn new things. You always enjoy something a little bit more if you know more about it and that's what this program will help your listeners do and clearly all of your listeners love wine which is great. So this is a great way for them to learn a little bit more about it. And even on the website, when they go to capstonecalifornia.com on the website, they can either click on certification to register for and start to go through the curriculum, which they can then take all of the courses and get their level one certification, or they can also find guides that will help them learn more about some of the regions within California. So they could learn specifically about Napa Valley or Sonoma, or even Mendocino or Santa Barbara and the history of those regions and the climate and what wine grapes are grown there. There's also a whole section that Evan wrote on a food and wine pairing. So there are also guides, there's information about specific varieties like Chardonnay or Cabernet Sauvignon or Zinfandel, learning more about them and where they're grown and how to find ones that you like. There's so much information that's fun and cool to learn about. So I really encourage your listeners to go and check it out.
1: Check it out. And if you really want to get an understanding of just how massive the California wine industry has become, consider this. If you start in Santa Barbara, which is really considered sort of the northern edge of Southern California, get in a car. I can chart you a course that will take you most of the way up the state, and you're going to see Vine's pretty much all the way. That's how huge it is. And I don't want to exclude Temecula and San Diego. There are wines down there, but then there's LA and Orange County in between. And we don't talk about that. By the way, LA used to have hundreds of, of winemakers way back Absolutely. when. And they still have one. San Antonio is still there and it's been there for a long time and their wines are actually pretty darn good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's the kind of information that you learned that I learned about, which is the whole history of wine growing in the Los Angeles basin and that those sandy soils are great for growing wine grapes. So there are still wineries down there. They're making them beautiful wines. And that's the sort of thing that you learn that's that's really fun and really kind of cool within Capstone.
1: Okay. Well, we have to wrap it up, but I do want to say one last thing, which is this, and you alluded to it. I don't know if wine knowledge makes wine actually taste better, but it makes you stop and think about what you're putting in your mouth. And I believe this with every fiber of my being. The more you know about the wineries, the more you know about the winemaker, the more you realize that they literally put their soul in the bottle. And I have been shocked when I've tasted certain wines and I'm sitting there with the winemaker and I've had a long discussion. I go, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. And you don't have to be an expert. And for those of you who are saying, I don't care about this. You know what? That's okay too. Just drink the wine and have fun and enjoy it for what it is. But if you want more information, this is a great way to get it. So honor, you're terrific. <laughs> honor, comfort vice president of international marketing for the Wine Institute. They get to just crank you up and turn you on and they let you go. So that's going to do it for Grape Encounters today. Thanks for coming.
2: David, thank you so much for having us on. It was really fun to talk with you about wine. And we're so hoping that many of your listeners will check out capstonecalifornia.com and find something that they think is interesting about wine.
1: But I'm going to ask you to add one thing because there is a consumer site that the Wine Institute has, and there are all kinds of really cool things on there. They publish amazing recipes and, and provide great information there. That address is what?
2: Yes, that's discovercaliforniawines.com. And that is a great website, sort of a good starting point. And in fact, from there, you can link to capstonecalifornia.com. You sort of bounce back and forth.
1: Well, that's going to do it for Grape Encounters today. We will see you back here next week. Thanks for listening. This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine and More. It's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. Just make sure you're back here with me at this same time next week for another Grape Encounter.